All right, so today on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, we have a musical guest coming all the way to us from Kenya today. He creates ambient lo-fi instrumental beats, sometimes with spoken word over the top of it. Uh, has very colorful artwork accompanying it. Uh, mandalas are a uh, focal point of a lot of his artwork. It's uh, Mr. Drug Music. How are you, buddy? Thank you. Thank you very much, Ilohan. I'm doing great. It's 8 p.m. in Nairobi, but the sun is shining over my head. So can you tell us briefly about the type of music that you write? Yeah, I think that's a good starting point, man. Uh, the music I create is, what is it? You feel me? That's the question. The music I create is purposed to raise vibrations. And I feel as if that goal can be achieved in very many different frequencies and vibrations, which essentially music is, right? And that's the type of music I create. And that's drug music as a name. The name drug music is inspired by not fitting a genre. And I'm going to cultivate my own genre. I'm not going to limit myself as an artist. Even live alone being an artist. I consider myself a painter who paints through sound. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear, man. Yeah. No, I was I was asking, like, do you feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally feel you, yeah. Yeah, so my melodies are a combination of ambient music, lo-fi vibes, Afro house, just, uh, like you said, spoken word from my own meditative sessions and all that just put together, because that's all who I am hip-hop, old-school hip-hop, all that, all that. So is meditation something big in your life that you do on a daily basis in order to kind of get the mood set correctly for when you're writing your music? Meditation is a necessary thing in my life. Every morning at around 8.30 to 9.30, I set, a, I set away time. I put everything to the side and I take conscious effort to meditate. What we have to realize is we're ever attracting vibes into our lives by what we think through thought, what we do through action. So when you take time away, that's conscious effort of you realigning yourself to what you want to achieve, who you think you are, and seeing things from a different perspective. So how did you end up finding out about NFTs? Uh, were there people that live near you making them as well? Or did you kind of just find it from cruising around online? What uh, what made you decide that you were going to switch from the platforms like you had SoundCloud and Spotify? What made you switch from that over into the NFT space? Actually, uh, it's a pretty funny story, right? Um, my broski, Ray Prezi, was always somewhat bugging me about NFTs. He was like, check this out. You know, he sends me a message. And he's like, look at this NFT. It sold for this much. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying to focus on my career path. What are you doing? You feel me? Though I decided not to be closed-minded. And that comes back to meditating. And I dug into that rabbit hole. And as soon as I saw the light, I went all in you know what all in is two feet into the river two feet into the dark room that's just like 
vibes. I felt NFTs is where to be for an abstract art artist. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Are are you a one man band or do you have somebody help you create your music? I'm a one man band, though the drug music team is a team of three. We have the Mandala artist, we have myself, the music um creator, then we have our little marketing guy. So what's the focal point behind the mandalas that you use um, with your artwork that links to your music? Is that some sort of significance to you that you decided to go that route as far as the artwork that's associated with the music itself? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Ilowan. Um, let me take this opportunity to enlighten the audience about what a mandala is. In Okay, a mandala is a Sanskrit word, right? I do not by own by any means no Sanskrit, but loosely translated, it means maintaining the mind, right? It's a bring together of symbols which help the practitioner, which is used in spiritual traditions to help the practitioner in his meditation journey act as a trans-induction um, uh, part and I just, like, that fits in with the theme of the drug music team. Was it difficult for you to associate a specific piece of artwork to the music that you create? Your music is very, it's not like anything that a lot of people um, have as NFTs in the space. A lot of people will make a, you know, an electronic dance music song or they'll make something that's, um, you know, like a rock song or something like that, but tying in spiritual meditation type music, um, was it difficult to pick the actual type of art that you were going to use, or did you just let your artist go with it and you decided that that's what you're going to use? You know, um, first of all, I just want to disclaim, I do not want to appear to be a genius, right? At times, it's the flow and it's a whole bunch of different uh things that come together right i do not by any means want to seem to have had it planned out from five years back like all these strategy books uh somewhat make i was talking to a friend of mine and i'm like dude i'm getting into nfts and he's like dude i do graphic design then that paused and he said that he does mandala just to continue the conversation. And I looked into mandalas because I always like coming from a point of view, uh, from a standpoint of I've done my research. Like if I see an opportunity, even the NFT opportunity, I did my research. And as soon as I give it a thumbs up, as soon as my mind, body and soul says, yo, this is solid. We go all in without second thinking. So I felt... I, I first started by posting some photographs, but as soon as I read what mandalas are, what they're meant to do, I said, I'm making, I'm painting a mandala through sound. It's an extension of the work. It's by no means any different. It's an extension of the work. When you decided to mint your music, was Polygon the only... Um, smart choice for you with the gas fees from Ethereum? 
did it just make sense to you <laughs> yeah 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 um when i decided to mint my music um gas fees on eth were around a dollar uh not a dollar a hundred dollars 68 and i was thinking <laughs> okay i'm starting to see the little um hurdle to it then i just playing around right i did not just playing around i clicked on the polygon option and it was free and i'm thinking wow this is this is how it's going to roll and that's just really in all honesty how i came upon posting my things through the polygon network have you had a lot of support from the community as far as polygon goes the polygon community is my home it's my first home it's one of my first twitter spaces it's the first space where i got to speak I got invited as a speaker it's i i joined that community when i was at like 30 followers in all honesty dude and this is back in december right we're one month into the journey and thus far everything is going on great and as soon as i joined that community it showed up from 30 to 50 and just the the comment the support the whole family vibe to it made me feel as if this is home and i'm going to actively i'm not sure if you guys actually see the comments i uh, post on the other posts and the other polygon network community family members i'm i'm just like yo this is where it's at i'm receiving value because of the discussions we have and so on and so forth and when everything's all right what's the point of changing it right i agree how many total nfts are you releasing um and how many are in each specific nft and by what but what i mean with that like for example um one of your one of your songs yeah. that you have on there how, how many copies of that specific song are available is it a one of one do you have 10 available 20 available 100 available how does it work yeah um on the amount we're gonna release as a total i'm leaving that open but i do not i'm but just like you said what we make is super abstract what we make is super not the same and for that very feel i want to make it exclusive to to the individual who finds the art to resonate with them so currently we have one melody one mandala as a one for 10 right it can be exclusively owned by 10 owners who upon purchase get all commercial rights Uh, Dave might be rugged here. No, I think I, I think I just ended up hitting the mute button by accident. Sorry about that. You hear me? Okay, we're good. I think we're good. So yep. if somebody's if somebody's like a short filmmaker and they go and they buy one of your NFTs, they don't have to ask you for permission to put it in their movie as background music, correct? One hundred and ten percent correct. Because um, first of all, he's an artist. You know, it's creative energy that's driving his work. So who am I to start telling him, no, do, like I said, we're a team of two. 
and I've come to realize in trying to manage a fellow artist, the less fair management model is what works. So it's okay, dude, it's yours. Do as you wish that is creative, you know, and I'm not going to try poke holes on your creativity or try. That's Web2 mentality. That's the studio record telling you that your song has to be about this theme. Web3 is getting rid of that. It's it's literally crunching it up and and throwing it in the trash can, right? Whoever purchases it has the utility. That, that's an extra utility, in fact, because appreciation of the art and the art form in itself is a utility by its own. And the fact that, yeah, you can go ahead, use it for your own um, creative works. I'm, I'm okay with that. Hello? You know, I feel like I'm getting rugged whenever Elo One is a bit like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, it's, it's I'm here. Weird. I'm here. I had to walk outside. I'm here. I had to walk outside. I'm sorry. I wasn't getting reception in this damn hotel room. Um, so what kind of instruments do you use when you're creating your music? And are you classically trained uh, playing any specific instrument? Oh, that's a great question. Um... Let me talk about my background beyond 2017. 2017 is the introduction to my uh, production journey. But when I was younger in primary school, I did the violin, I did the trumpet, I played the drums, I played the, I'm not sure what it's called in English, but it's like a little shaker. And I used to do that in, in, uh, in church because going to church was somewhat mandatory. And I didn't want to just sit there and start dozing off. So I gave myself a task. And uh, yeah, I've also strummed the guitar a little bit. So all that gets put together in the drug music theme. And I guess I forgot your second question. Uh, I was wondering if you were classically trained. And I also asked what uh, instruments you use on your recordings. Yeah, so I use I use all that. I use everything that feels right. You know what I mean? I use I use my background in a little bit of violin, a little bit of tr of of trumpet, a little bit of drums, the shaker and the guitar. I was a bit of an energetic jumpy kid, so it was wow, this is cool. You learn it, you get the basics. Oh, check this out also and so on and so forth. And little did I know that's going to lead me to my production journey where I'm able to use abstract sounds in, in their raw form and use different f sounds to help elevate the high. Who are some of your musical influences? Like I said, drug music is a combination of a lot of things, all right? I like Mob Deep. Um, Havoc, shout out to Havoc. Uh, that's the mob, that's the producer of the Mob Deep, and in fact, we share the same birthday. Could it be Destiny, guys? I like that guy. I like Riza, who was who is the producer for the Wu Tang Clan. I like Calvin Harris because his melodies just get me super pumped. I like, I like Maya Jane Coles. 
Have you guys heard of her? I, I like Lord. I, I I like Lord. That's an individual who makes really great music, but due to the Web two mentality, which does not liberate the abstract artist, his views are a bit low. But his music is super nice. Um, I like also Kenyan artists. Oh, they're really great. I, I wish I learned some of the traditional African instruments, really, because some of the musics here, in as much as it, they're just super uplifting. I like all of that. I do not by any means limit myself. I like Bob Marley. I have reggae influences in me, you know? And I. You sound like Bob Marley a little. Somewhat, somewhat. Um, so during Sundays when I'm working on my other projects, I share my playlist and it's super diverse. And I think I'm going to lead my life as a true open spirit. I'm going to like what I like. I do not need to justify or so forth and so on. I just need to like it. And as long as it, there's a lyric by Joey Badass and he says, if it touches my spirit, I like it. You know, something of that nature. So I know I know Afrobeat is gigantic in the African continent. I didn't really know what it was until I started coming to NFT spaces and talking to African musicians and songwriters and just NFT artists in general. Now, do you think it's going to be hard for you to have your music uh, sell in a country where that's such a big influence and you're kind of going completely in a different direction with the music that you write? Yo, that's a great question. And I think everybody needs to give Elon a round of applause because you're hitting it right, my mans. Um, you know, funny enough, um, there's a huge love for the international crowd here. Right? Like, there's a huge love for Drake, uh, J. Cole, more than local artists. Let me just put that out there. Right? Even Afrobeats. Afrobeats is somewhat like a West Africa vibe. We have our own vibe here called Bongo Beats. Even those stars are like bigger than local stars and so on and so forth. In the day of and age of the internet, you're not restricted. You feel me? I could just Google California and exp- and it's going to get way wilder with uh, Web3 and VR and the metaverse. I can just Google something and be there mentally. You feel me? So I do not by any means feel as if uh, that's restricting. The people who have heard my music that are of local vicinity speak of its authenticness, speak of its unique. Uh, unique nature you know and to be very frank with you uh like i said in 2017 is when i started bringing together all the different instruments that i've learned uh that was quite a little challenge for me because when starting to do abstract art you want to make art that somewhat fit uh, when you start doing art live alone abstract art you want to fit a certain genre you want to fit a certain frame. You want it to make sense. But as you mature as an artist, as you mature as an individual, as a character, as a man, you start questioning a couple of these ideals. 
you know? You start saying, no, I don't have to do it that way. I'm going to do it how I feel because I'm expressing my soul. And my soul is never going to be the same as any other man's soul. You know, like in the beginning of my journey, uh, I used to make trap beats, you know? I used to make, uh, like, I mean, I appreciate that part of my leg because it taught me a lot about trap music, which is super, it, it needs a lot of mind into its creation because of its complica- uh, complexity. But I'm by no means restricting myself. And I appreciate that people appreciate my art and my stand form and what I represent. So I've interviewed people from all over Africa. Like I told you earlier, I spend a lot of time in African Twitter spaces. I've interviewed people from Sudan, uh, people from Nigeria, people from Sierra Leone. um, Talked to a lot of people from Ghana. You're the first person that I spoke to from Kenya. I think I also spoke to one other person from Uganda, but it's it's typically like it seems like a lot of Nigerians, a lot of Ghanans, and people from like Cameroon are kind of a lot of the people um, in in the African NFT space. Now, are yeah. there a lot of, are, are there a lot of people um, from Kenya getting into it, or are you kind of like one of the OGs from Kenya getting into NFTs right now? Uh. Let me just uh, enlighten you guys about the fact that West Africa is super populated, right? I think the population of Nigeria is 300 million people and so on and so forth. Uh, I mean, that's just numbers on their side. It's like saying you see a lot of Chinese and Indians. It's because there are a lot of Chinese and Indians. You feel me? Um, Funny enough, a lot of Kenyans are jumping on and they're jumping on from photography from that angle because we have beautiful sceneries out here. You know, I'm actually a man of the people. Like, ask artists around. They know me. I know them. I try to show support in any way, shape, or form. And they actually exist. Like, there's actually a movement. I go to a gallery every month where an artist is showing his expedition and so on and so forth. And I feel as if, yes, a lot of people are going to, a lot of Kenyans especially, are going to jump onto the NFT wave. And I'm just, like I said at the beginning, I'm just here to somewhat hold the light, hold the torch, be the OG like you've titled me, man. Not my words, your words. And pave the way, show the do's and don'ts. Because most artists, even those who sell sculptures, right they have to go through a middleman and the market is somewhat in europe that's not needed anymore with in web3 you feel me but there's gonna be a little bit of a lag because of digital adoption i feel like before you get into nft you have to somewhat welcome the thought of cryptocurrency and so on and so forth but they're gonna come and they're gonna come in strong so I want to try to break it down into a person in the working force versus somebody that makes NFTs. If somebody was able to sell an NFT where you live for 0.1 ETH, how much would that equate 
to a salary that somebody would make um, as far as like weekly or monthly? Um, one thing about statistics is you can't trust them, right? Uh, recently, and by recently I'm talking about last month, the Kenya National Bureau of Statistics, KNBS, that's what we call it, released an article about how less than 100K, 100,000 Kenyans are earning less than 100,000 in Kenya shillings, which loosely translated into dollars is $1,000. But you got to understand that there are a lot of, you know, swindling of money and so on and so forth. So um, selling an NFT for 0.1 ETH, depending with the price and the fluctuations of ETH, Ethereum, right? is approximately $320, 33K in Kenya shillings, approximately, right? And, I mean, that's above average, according to the statistics. You understand? All right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I do understand. So, so with somebody, uh, what, what I'm trying to get at is, is it realistic that somebody could just become a full-time NFT artist as a profession now in your country? It's realistic, and I just want to thank the Web3 uh, space for allowing artists, not only in Kenya, all across third world countries, and not only in third world countries, but artists in the, artists also suffer in the States and in Caucasian Western nations, true or false, all right? They need to get a side gig to support their art. You know, I think there's even this uh, famous Instagram handle of like, I don't know, I don't know how it goes, but it's like actor, sh sh struggling actor, you know, something of that nature. And it's liberating everybody as long as they're able to uh, deploy that liberation, right? It's only a platform. The artist needs to put the effort to market himself, put himself out there, and bring himself to an audience. Hopefully you can hear me. Um, have you decided to, that you're going to do any collaborations with other N NFT artists um, in the near future, or have you talked to any other artists maybe to incorporate your music into that? We have... Uh... We have two things in the works, and uh, I'm going to speak of one because one is in the near future. The other is skills need to be developed for it to be released. Um, we're going, I'm, I'm, I'm collaborating with uh, an Indian fellow called uh, Rahul, but his, in the, his Twitter handle is something like Sphinx Art, something of that nature. And he's a visual artist who listened to my music, reached out to me, told me what he does. And I said, you know what, my mans, that's a great idea. And we're in the works for that. Actually, this week we should have, re have released a little, I've re we've released a teaser, but this week we, would, we were scheduled to release something more, though we've been having a couple of power cuts nationwide and so on and so forth. So without a doubt, I am definitely working with visual artists to further enhance the drug music experience.
So, um, oh, there he is. Okay. It said you were disconnected, so I was hoping we were going to get rugged, but you're here. No, no. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I disconnected for a minute and I came right back. Uh, are you going to continue using platforms like Spotify or Bandcamp or SoundCloud, or are you going to completely get rid of that and just go strictly NFTs from here on out? Uh, the melodies that I have on there are not going to be removed. Uh, they're not going to be minted in the traditional term. Those are going to stay there because it's somewhat part of my catalog. You know, if you go to my SoundCloud, which I guess has been active from 2017, and play the first song, which I guess is called Darkness Calling, something of that nature, and you play what we're about to release our recent, um, our, re- our, our, our which we're gonna mint re- uh, today, right after this call. In fact, I want I want that journey to be there. You feel me? But I'm gonna definitely put way more effort into getting my collection out there, expanding the arm of drug music by collaborating with Sphinx and these other works we have in the works and so on and so forth. I think NFTs and Web3 is an opportunity I'd like to seize fully and truly. And everybody believes we're on it early. So let me just get running early, you know? Do you do any live performance art where you are? Do you play at it in clubs or any parties or anything like that? And if you don't, do you intend on in the future doing any concerts in the metaverse oh concerts in the metaverse are just super cool i definitely want to get down on the dance floor in the central land or sandbox um the art i create uh is more of a you're alone or your inner group you've lit up your bud or you've popped your pill or you've taken your <laughs> and you're vibing to it. It's not, I mean, I'm I'm a real big fan. And in fact, I was out last, uh, yesterday, supporting a couple of DJs. I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of the Afro house scene fully. In, can you guys hear me? Yep, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, little alarm went off. I'm a huge fan of the Afro house scene, but I don't see a way of not being the same, you know? You feel me? Does that make sense, Elon? I I, I want to cultivate... I mean, yes, I'm not ruling out performing, but I want to cultivate it in my own way because I want to explore my creativity. I want to express my soul fully and truly. I want to help raise consciousness. I don't really want to do the same thing for the sake of, you know? Yeah, I understand. Um, so on, on your one song that you have on there, Blue Spirit, um, was that your phone where the voicemail popped up? Uh, that was on my phone. It was actually a sample. And... Uh, okay. The sample is pretty nice. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, it's a phone ringing and it's the, to call for this option, press one, you know, that nature. And it was, 
and it was press zero for other options and then the beat drops. You feel me? Yep. And, and and that's somewhat to signify that I'm here with you. You know, it's like you being on, you listening to the melody is being with me. You know, like it's there for you. You don't need to talk to anyone. You can talk to the instrumental and feel that whole experience fully and truly, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm I'm a musician as well, so I, I probably understand it a little bit better than some other people. Um, now, do you, do you have to have any sort of mental preparation when you go into writing music? Do you have to do like a little bit of a ritual or get yourself into a certain mindset in order to actually sit down and start working on music? Because I know myself, I do. I can't just walk into the studio and then just press record and play. I, I have to kind of get myself in the right headspace in order to do it. Yeah, you're very right on that. Um, you're very right on that. My routine before uh, getting into my production session, which is usually after my working day, at around seven to nine, every day, just to get the juices flowing, I shower. Okay, I've worked out. I've showered. Then I'm producing. You know, but it really helps when I'm feeling a deep emotion and it's somewhat bugging me because I'm African, like you've already told the crowd. And how am I going to express my emotions as a man? You know, it's sit tough, hold on. And it really helps when I'm feeling that deep emotion and I just let it breathe out through the instrumental. You feel me? Yeah. So. You you have I, I believe it's nine tracks that you have released right now on OpenSea on the Polygon Network. Um, as a kid, when I would go out and I would buy like a CD, each each one of the CDs that I I would buy had basically a single on it. Do you look at any of the music that you've released as like the the main song of the collection that you're releasing, or do you uh, kind of judge each one independently? Each one is independent. Each one has its own characteristic. Each one comes from its own space of self-reflection and all that. I mean, I have made big tapes, but you find that it's super hard to concentrate a theme on a lot of songs because that's just going to get boring. And if you check out my melodies, uh, like I said earlier, I was super jumpy jumpy as a kid. It's hard for me to pay that much attention, right? And what if I want to change idea midpoint? Am I going to restrict myself as an artist? You know, like these are the things I feel need to be discussed more in circles of art. You know, okay, you have this theme, cool, but what if you want to change it? And that's very possible. Are you going to deny your soul? the means to create something because you want to stick rigidly. Rigid, rigidness doesn't fit with arts. I'm here to say that loudly and clearly, you know? So each one is independent. They could be inspired by the same emotion, but it's from a very different album. Uh, how long does it typically take you to write one of these melodies that you associate with your NFT? Uh, there's no standard. Um, 
one melody can be in almost an hour. It's just flowing, flowing, flowing. Another melody is a little uh, pattern that you created from a year back that makes sense today. You know, and I made a post on this uh, today. Uh, I was on Spotify and I was listening to this lyric from the song Let Go of My Hand by J. Cole. And let me just quote him indirectly. He said, uh, I had this instrumental when I was on holiday. Ebe sent it, so on and so forth. But it never clicked when I first heard it, you know? So writing, uh, creating is somewhat like writing, where the ideas somewhat cook together with their own time, you know? So yeah. just to answer you, it, it depends, it ranges. There are some which have come together in an hour, and there are others which have taken months. Yeah, so when when I record music, I record pretty much everything that I I jam to, and it doesn't matter if I like it or or don't like it. But I'll save it on my computer, and then I'll date it, and put a little brief description of what the type of music it is. And even if I think it's complete garbage, I might revisit it six months down the road and find a place for it. Um, so that's that, kind of that is so true. That is so true. You hit the, the the nail with the hammer right there on the head. That is so true. I totally relate. And I bet other artists relate also. And it's not only in music. It's also in writing down, uh, being an author. It's also in painting, where you had this little sketch and it never clicked and it got pushed to the side. And just to reiterate on what you said, sometimes you don't like a melody, but when you play it for an audience, they're like, dude, that is so hard. Have you ever had that experience? <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense to me when people like something and I'm like the first one, I'm just like, wow, this is shit, man. It doesn't make any sense to me how people could like it and I just think it's horrible. But I guess we're like our harshest critic, right? When it, when it really comes down to it, the artist is the person. Like, I hate my voice, but I've sung in a bunch of bands and then I, I'll listen to the recording back and people like it. And I'm just like, this is terrible. I hate hearing myself. I hate... I hate seeing like work that I put out because I'm such a, a strict judge of myself when it comes to stuff like that, rather than just appreciating what I did and, and say something like, shit, man, I put a lot of time and effort into that. That was pretty good. I, I never give myself a pat on the back for some reason, but maybe it goes back into, uh, you know, I don't know, mental health or something like that. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Not that really. stems into your childhood. That definitely stems into the back of not appreciating yourself and, it stems also into what I've said that, man, I have a whole lot of emotions as a man, which how am I going to express it, you know, without going crazy or and, and, and start hammering people and being rude and, you know, how am I going to express it if it's not through the canvas? You feel me? I do. And it's, it's really hard to, to grasp. It, it's hard sometimes to even put it into words, like when I, I try to describe stuff like that, you know, it's difficult. Um, like, like I was saying, going back to like mental health, um, have, have you, does, does mental health affect you at all? I know that it's, it's a large talking point in the NFT community. Um, there's always spaces open, um, discussing about people's mental health and people's mental well-being and just being able to talk about things. If, you know, if things aren't going okay today, it's all right to talk about it. You don't have to hold it in. Do you, do you struggle with anything like that or, 
Um, I, I know you, I see you in spaces supporting people, but I was just curious what your journey is like as far as that goes. Yeah, uh, I'm usually in community supporting people. I was in one Twitter space that was about mental health, probably the only one I've been in, and it was a whole new experience. And uh, I'm not going to stand here and start and, and deny the fact that I'm human. I am a human being. At times you feel disappointed from nowhere, right? And that could be a poorly suppressed memory. It could be from your financial situation, so on and so forth. Yeah, I have my mental health battles, but I battle them proactively, right? I exercise every uh, three times a week, take a cold shower three times a week, meditate every morning, you know? And even despite all that, you still find that on this Sunday afternoon, you've thought of one, two, three, four, and it's just hit you, you know, like Shattered Dreams. Uh, one of the tracks we have on, actually the track that I played for everybody before we started this space, that, that, that's from a very painful point of my life. And I was telling that to a friend and he's like, dude, I like that song. And I didn't know I'm bumping your depress uh, de depressive episode. And we both laughed. That was from a heartbreak, Shattered Dreams. Even when you look into the mandala, it's somewhat like spread, you know? And I expressed it musically. Like, they say, write down your emotion. That's like half of it done. Or like, share it with someone. That's, it, 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 it doesn't need to be boiled up within you guys kindly. Find someone to talk to. You know, the therapy is really just talking to someone. Yep. Right? And if you go to yeah. a professional, it costs a lot of money. I try to talk yeah. to anybody, anybody and everybody. It's a lot cheaper than talking to these people that charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Sometimes you For just need to get it out. You, yeah, you need to get it out. And I get it out from my martial arts, my trainings, my melodies, and so on and so forth. So um, you said earlier you were planning on doing a giveaway for the space here. Yes, sir. <laughs> Who's going to be the lucky one? Elon, you'll have to help how, me pick on that. How, how do you want to go about doing uh, doing a giveaway? How do you want to do it? Uh, I'm going to have to check on my, uh, what's it called? Uh, my, my Twitter from the PC. See the guys who retweeted it. Uh, also those who've joined the space. And let me be honest with you guys. I think Gregory is a nice man. Because his short support of the space, he's been active in commenting and so on and so forth. But but I'm open to ideas. What do you have in mind? Well, I think we could... I have a wheel of names. I could put everybody's name on there. We could spin the wheel. And uh, with the people currently in the space right now, whoever it lands on, do a giveaway there and do it like that. That sounds solid. All right, cool. So um, I'll start setting up the names on that um, while I ask you my next question. Where do you see drug music a year from today? Hello. I see drug music being... Um definitely expanding into other uh expanding its wings collaborating with different artists having its own community 
not necessarily its own Twitter space, because just like I said, I feel that's what everybody's doing. Even if they're the only ones on there, you know, just to, you know, uh, I definitely see drug music collaborating with different artists. We have one thing in the works, which, you know, it's pretty premature. We have these collaborations and so on and so forth. I see it taking its own shape and form. It could also be a little space where we can come talk about our mental health and so on and so forth. It's it's unlimited. Sorry, I was gathering all the names onto the, the wheel of names. We're almost there. I, I was trying to type quick here. Um, do you own any NFTs currently? I have my own collection of nine tracks, but I own 15 uh, NFTs. You know, you can't be in the art game without liking art. And I hope to make way more chooms where I can buy art pieces, which I love, because I'm seeing a lot of great stuff in the community. So I own five, uh, 15. They are hidden so that I don't disorient the whole drug music uh, ch- uh, open sea channel uh, but I make posts supporting the artists and telling them that I appreciate if I want to a giveaway or if I you know took it upon my own effort to support a friend and so on and so forth Aiden. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, Ilohan is a bit, he's working in the background. I guess this is your part as a co-host. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or should we take this opportunity to give it like a little reset by playing another melody? What do you think? I vote for uh, another little melody. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, let's play the blue spirit that Elohan spoke about. And uh, to give it a little bit of context, blue is the color of the sky and of the ocean. And that represents freedom, vastness, open spaces, intuition. Um, the name blue spirit uh, is from the show Avatar The Legend of Aang. I'm not sure if you guys have watched it, but Zuko, who is someone like the guy chasing... Have, have you watched it, Aiden? I have not. Okay. So basically, there's Aang, the main character, who's supposed to save the world, and then there's this other guy who doesn't want that to happen. And this guy who doesn't want it to happen is called Zuko. And... He's being sent by his father to capture this guy and try eliminate him before he's a threat. And in fact, he wears a blue spirit mask and frees him. Instead of capturing him, he frees him. And many mark this as the turning point in his journey as an, a man. Because like I've said, he was under the mission of his father. And he wanted to impress his father. And yeah, that, that's just give, to give it a background. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. 
I'm getting very bad reception at the hotel that I'm in. If you ever come to Modesto, California, uh, the Ramada in there has a very shitty Wi-Fi. Uh, just, just letting everybody know, the shittiest Wi-Fi is on McHenry Street in uh, Modesto, California. So, um, I also spun the wheel. Uh, the winner of the giveaway is P-Town. P-Town, if you could message Drug Music, and uh, you get yourself a free NFT. Yeah, sorry. Congrats, congratulations, P Town. Sorry about the connection issues today. Uh, I wasn't really expecting this. It's actually pretty alright. I don't. I don't. I mean, getting rugged is very normal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, what's been? Uh, we're gonna wrap up in about five minutes. I, I just have a few more questions before um, we wrap up. Um, what's been the hardest thing for you being an NFT artist on Polygon? Uh, I think I'm having, I think the biggest challenge is just the fact that OpenSea has been acting. I don't know how it's been acting, but other than that, I mean, the only solution to that is being patient. Other than that, I haven't really had much challenges. But OpenSea has been disconnecting my wallet. My I have to recon, reignite that connection, you know, things of that nature. Are you currently um, in the studio working on new tracks? Oh, yeah. I have my own little setup here. And I'm working on a track uh, every every day, if if that's possible, you know. Of course, taking my breaks. Of course, getting distracted. Of course, having to pay a little other works more attention and I push the session to the side and so on. But yeah, every day I try, you know, just get the creative emotion flowing. And that does not mean that every day I get something solid to put out, right? That that also needs to be a disclaimer. Yeah. It's, just, I mean, to, to really to have one minute worth of usable music on on the average, one one minute of usable music could take you hours. It's it's a very tedious process to get something that really sounds right and works right together, especially when you're building all the layers. Like you're doing the percussions, you're doing the bass line, you're doing the melody. It's really hard to have everything kind of flow together the uh, proper way when you're doing stuff like that. So it's it's yeah. a process. it's a it's a long fucking process to really get like one minute of work like produced and it better be one minute one minute of top quality other than just three minutes of something that's repetitive something that's lacking of character you know 
Yep. So um, let's see. I got like one or two more questions for you, and then I have to check out of this hotel. Um, let's see. Oh, have you have you decided to build royalties into your music? And if so, is that something that you see a lot more beneficial than having your music on SoundCloud, where you could just have reoccurring um, payments to you when you sell an NFT? Yeah, I think the collection is uh, on resale around five percent, if I'm not wrong. Just just a little five percent. All right, I'm losing my connection again. Uh, my last question before we wrap up: um, Are you going to be at the Creative Owls Polygon NFT Summit on the 22nd with us? Yeah, Creative Owl has uh, granted me that opportunity. Uh, I, I registered, and it's going to be super amazing on the 22nd. I really haven't been following up much on that because you know how Creative Owl works. It, you know, owls all have secrecy. <laughs> He's just been updating us that it's going on. Um, other than that, there's not really much communication it's just show up and the gallery is on but yeah i'd love to display some of my arts on there yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic for everybody people are gonna be able to build connections uh hopefully you could reach out to some other art projects um physical art projects and uh maybe link your nfts to it that would be that would be really kick-ass um i want to thank you for uh, coming and talking to the community for about an hour. I wish I didn't have such a horrible connection out here, um, but we'll revisit it uh, probably in a month or so if if you're okay with that, and we'll see what kind of progress and what new tracks you have put out for us, and we'll get you back on here if that sounds uh, okay to you. That sounds solid. I'm already even writing it down on my on my planner. Uh... P-Town, okay, uh, the space, I told you guys that as my token of appreciation, I'm going to give you guys a melody before anybody hears it. So I guess that's what we could wrap this up with so that P-Town gets a little feel of what's in store for him. Yes, yeah, sounds good, man. Let's hear it, and then uh, we'll close out the spaces. So let's hear what you got. That's solid. Uh, just to give it a little bit of background, the melody is called No Self, and that's from another Alan Watts video that I watched. Uh, he talks about the concept of the ego is a self, and we need to detach from that. And off the clip that I, you know, was checking out, I sampled a little bit, and here you guys have it.
suffering exists. But no one who suffers. P-Town, tell us something. Go ahead, P-Town. Tell the man something. Love it. Thank you so much. Awesome. You are the man, my brother. Uh, the will of fate has chosen you. And uh, Greg, I'm going to follow you because you somewhat touched my heart. You know, every artist just wants a little bit of a like on their post, a little support. So without a doubt. I appreciate that. Thank you. And thank you for your time, too. Yeah. There's something in the works for you, my mans. Right, well, I love that, well, uh, shoot that drug you music gave follow. us time out of your afternoon. Um, so thank you really so much. good, super awesome guy. He's always trying to help everybody that he can in the space. And uh, I'm going to be back in beautiful New Jersey uh, tomorrow evening. So hopefully my connection isn't completely shit when I get back home. But I want to thank everybody for coming out here. Drug music, I'll see you on the 22nd at the Polygon Summit. Check out his music. Check out his open sea. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on social media. And uh, once again, I'll see you soon, man. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by. Really appreciate it. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Thanks, thanks. Thank you so much, Elon One. I also want to say thank you for taking time off your day. Thank you for having interest in the project. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to, you know, speak about my project, uh, bring me to the light of a new audience uh i truly appreciate that from the bottom of my heart and you have a friend in me hopefully one of the utilities is gonna be a flight to kenya you know hopefully one day and you're most welcome this is my nation like i told you i'm very well vested with a lot of artists a lot of things that go on in that whole realm so when you come around here you just buzz me kindly you you have a home you have a friend you have a tour guide you have a chauffeur Sounds good to me, man. All right, everybody. Thanks again. And I will see you on uh, Tuesday. I have Crypto Mibs. It's a marble-based NFT game on the Polygon network. Really cool people. We'll talk with them. Drug Music, thank you once again, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you so much.